Welcome to season three of Motivate Me. We invite you to travel the 50 states in 90 days as we interview people about their passion. Why? In order to inspire you to live a life that's more exciting or more meaningful. This is Motivate Me, and I'm Lynette Renda. We are actually in Nashville, Tennessee, and we are backstage at an awesome show that we got the pleasure to catch today. We are at the Station Inn. We got to see the show, Doyle and Debbie, and we are talking to the real people behind the scenes right now. So first of all, I would like to welcome you to the show. So we have Bruce. Arnston. Yep. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> and we have Jenny Littleton here. Yes. So first of all, guys, thank you so much for a fabulous performance. It was so much fun. It was really entertaining. Thank you. Glad you could be here on the same night that the mayor was here. Yeah. Yeah. The mayor yeah. was here. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. And this is our first time in Nashville. Oh. Well, oh. then, perfect. Yeah. You see all that secret service? That actually wasn't for us. That was for the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> there was. Yeah, true. That was a really, I mean, it was a packed house, and everybody yeah. had a blast. So entertaining. It was really great. and. What I really want to talk to you two about, and I have to tell you, there's some people that, that we met here, some local people who are performers, who are journalists, and um, they said, this is the show to catch when you're in Nashville, and the Station Inn is the place to be. So before we talk about your passions, can you tell us a little bit about this building? Yeah, it's known as a legendary bluegrass building, probably the most famous bluegrass venue, which is a tiny little niche <laughs> of music, but it is the kind of mecca of it. So this is where all the little bluegrass boys and girls aspire to play someday. Bruce, how long have you been performing this show here? Uh, eight years, or eight or nine years. Eight, we've yeah, been almost nine. Yeah, because we've been doing Doyle and Debbie for 10 years in June. We had our anniversary. That's awesome. Yeah. And you've been doing it together the whole time. Uh -huh. Because that's confusing, you know, because of the character right. that Jenny plays. Right. You know, there's been a couple Debbies 
in the right. story. So right. I was like, is this real or not? Which is, I think, part, you know, I was an English teacher for 12 <laughs> years, so I did get caught up in the story and I really loved it. Good. And it was entertaining. Took you all over the place. You know, we have been traveling the 50 states and interviewing people about their passions. And our big goal is to inspire people to act on whatever their passion is. So can you tell me, and, and even though you were in the same field and you're performing the same show, I have a feeling your stories will be very different. So Bruce, let's start with you. What exactly would you say your passion is? Entertaining. What would you say, Jenny? Is it? I would say the same thing. Well, okay, yes, but also animals. I have a lot of passions, <laughs> but I'm, I'm pretty passionate about animals, I have to say. Yeah, she is. Yeah, so. I yeah. hate them. I hate animals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I know. I've got two dogs, but kick them. And, oh, oh. <laughs> so tell us, though, how did your passion start for entertaining? When did that begin for you? As a kid, I was one of the kids that the teachers hated because he wouldn't shut up. That was one of those. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Jenny, what about your passion for entertaining? When did mm. that begin? Well, I was about seven when I did my first play. Get them on the roof. And uh, my mom asked me if I wanted to go audition for a play, and I really had never seen one or anything. And so I just kind of started out being uh, the, that kid on stage that's kind of the prop, because I really wasn't very good, and I was not um, charismatic. I was just kind of shy, standing in the background. But I, I learned uh, by watching all those other people, just, and I loved it. I liked being around it. And so then years later, I meet Bruce, and, and he writes this really brilliant thing and I get to I get to play you know every week I get to have fun what was it like for you writing this Bruce um well I wrote it with Jenny in mind because we had worked together before <clears throat> and you say that to all the Debbies <laughs> <laughs> now how would you sum up this play first of all this show it is a parody of the old guard duets that are kind of gone now unfortunately but Dolly and Porter Porter Wagner Dolly Parton uh, um, Tammy Wynette and George Jones they are these iconic duos that country music that the old guard country music used to have and we both love that old stuff and so we're well versed in it and then it's also begging to be made fun of so it's it's easy marks but we try to keep it uh, you know, an homage as much as it is a, a, a skewering. And tell tell everybody exactly what you mean by that. When you, what exactly are you making fun of? And uh, then I can't wait to ask Jenny her take on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, <clears throat> if you you can still find all of these people on YouTube, mm -hmm. uh, the old Porter Wagoner show, the old Wilburn Brothers show, the old Pop Goes the Country. There's a handful of them that were syndicated countrywide back in the late 60s early mid 70s they ran probably till the late 70s and it's kind of the last vestige of American vaudeville and it just happened that it was in the south it was in the country music realm and so all of these people come from very humble beginnings and their sense of show business is very quaint, old-school, stilted somewhat. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, and now our next song we're going to sing for y'all. It had that <clears throat> kind of sing-songy amateurishness, and yet they were wonderful musicians and true folk uh, 
entertainers, folk writers, folk you know, folk singers. And the context would be seen as very politically incorrect right now, right? Oh, as oh, far as. oh God, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, the guy that I'm riffing on, obviously, yeah, I mean, he's quasi lovable, but he's a hopeless misogynist, and and in in today's world, he's a, a jerk. But in that old world, he's our old uncle at Thanksgiving that we kind of put up with because he's kind of fun. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Jenny, what do you think of that? Um, as far as like, what do I think of the, um, the our take on, on what we're doing? On, let's say, on the, on the perspective of females and the, the joking around uh, about like, the lyrics of the song. Right. And, yeah. I think it's best, for me, I think it was best if I just didn't, um, if I didn't uh, think too much about what she was singing and because she doesn't think too much about what she's singing because really her goal is to be a star and you know she's got these three kids and she's unmarried and and then um, what was I gonna say well you're she's yeah. kind of desperate she's kind of desperate so she's gonna overlook if she it's sees it's sexism. Yeah, but I think a lot of stuff just goes whoo, right yeah. over it. So she sings with enthusiasm about things that are kind of like, <laughs> but, but Which um, is the humor in yeah, it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's the that's humor the, and the reality. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah. you know, about the desperation and, and the want to yeah. be a star. I'm trying to <clears throat> play them um, as real people, uh, even though it is so twisted but trying to keep it honest because I think there's a fine line with this show. Um, you, you, you can make it so over the top that it's, it's not real and the characters aren't even remotely believable, but if you go ahead and just, just play them, let, get out of the way and just let that character come through what you see that character to be, um, I think you'll get a more honest performance and a more, um, I think it'd be funnier. Yes, know? and that translation was yeah. absolutely there. I mean, I know that's okay. what I felt as you were performing. Oh, good, you know? good, good. So what kind of challenges, and let me start with you first, Jenny, mm -hmm. what kind of challenges would you say that you've had trying to make this passion for entertainment happen in your life? Well, which, is, which is ironically what we were just talking about with the character, right? right? Um, well, eating, paying the bills, that kind of, that kind of thing. <laughs> paying the bills, um, you know, because oftentimes you have to have another job, um, unless you're a big star, you have to have another job, and that, that, that would be one of, or really truthfully, that's not it. I think, to be honest, it's that my family, I always felt really wished that I would go do that normal thing. I think now they're proud, but I think there, there is this, you, you kind of fight what you, you really feel, you feel this thing that's like, I really love this, but, but that's not, maybe not going to give, give me my house right away. I mean, I didn't get my first, I didn't own a house until I was 41. Um, I'm 40, almost 44 now. Um, and that's probably because I, I didn't, you know, I didn't finish school because I decided to um, pursue theater, um, and it felt right. And I kept trying to go back to school, and it didn't feel right. It just, I, I'm all, I'm all for people who, who can do that, and that's, but it just didn't feel. I couldn't with my gut, and I, I think my family for so long was like, you, you can think you might go back for. You know, physical therapy or <laughs> occupational therapy, or something like that. And, I was, and I would say, "Yep, yep, it's looking like I might," but 
that was, I think, the biggest struggle. And then finally hitting a certain place or age where I just said, no, this, actually, this is my life. And so <laughs> I got to live it. I got to live it the way I think I was supposed to live it, even if it doesn't fit into the, you know, the little box or whatever that may be. And I think a lot of my audience members can relate to what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and they're sitting on the fence right now mm -hmm. and trying to decide, do I go to college and do what everybody else mm -hmm. wants me to do, or do I stay home, or do I start this business, or do I follow something that really means something you to all, me? You follow something that really means something to you. I would say that over and over, and it used to be, I don't know <coughs> if I would have said that 10 years ago, but follow your bliss, and it, your bliss might change. I mean, you might be in the middle of one thing, and suddenly you start to feel that pull for something else, and I, I really truly believe, I'm, I'm in, in my bliss right now. This is, I love making people laugh, and um, you know, and everything's not perfect all the time, but it's, it's pretty dang good when, when, you're, when you're where you feel like your heart is pulling you. I really feel like that's important. Don't let other people tell you what you should do, really, really, whatever it takes to get inside yourself and go, what is it, what is it that I'm, what is it that I was here to, to share, to give, whatever that is, whether you're a plumber or whatever, I'm really mouthing, blah, 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 it's, well, <laughs> and, and Bruce, I mean, first of all, the, the one thing I'm thinking is, you know, you wrote this with her in mind, and this is, you created an opportunity that she is just able to fulfill and feel so satisfied in her life or that's got to make you feel amazing it does i mean that she's stuck with it for this long and you know every week we like 10 years of this mm -hmm. we come and we finish a show and we're just having the time of our it's lives and we think, it's like getting away with something mm -hmm. we did it again they never caught us <laughs> you know? well what do you what was your greatest hesitation or challenge through through making entertainment you know, you're just making a living because I never had a doubt that I didn't have another choice. I'm just not that talented. I needed to do this thing I could do. I don't know. After so, watching this, I, I feel you're pretty talented. Well, I found my thing, you know. I mean, I, I feel good about what I am doing now. But uh, I never really struggled with, you know, finding another. And I've had great support when I was a kid. My folks were great. I thought, yeah, do that thing. And when we make people laugh I mean it's um, at least once a month someone will say we brought so-and-so whose wife just died or we brought so-and-so who's in stage four cancer and hasn't had a laugh that happens all the time it doesn't it? a lot and it's and this is a gift that we have that we can do and and I mean it's great when that doesn't happen but when that happens it's just, you know, icing on the cake that we get to perform this public service that we have such a gas doing, you know. It's, and truthfully, I mean, sometimes it's a gift to me. I mean, to just today I was saying, oh, I don't think I can be funny tonight. It's just been a rough morning and I'm just kind of down and blah, 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 blah. And, and then something hit me and it said, Heal yourself with comedy tonight. <laughs> you know, let it out. Get out of your way. You know, get out of your head, and and see what happens. And see if when you get that beautiful energy from the audience coming back at you, you know, get, go out there. And my goofy little thing that I do before we go on is I just say, please allow me to give this audience love and to receive their love. And that, and I mean that not in 
super moony goony way, but just in that, okay, this is my thing I think I'm supposed to be doing. Um, let me give it to you and, and let me just feel the, let me feel the good stuff back. Let's just have that. Let's have that tonight <laughs> and hope that that happens, you know. Yeah. I made myself sound really weird just now, didn't I? <laughs> no, okay. not, at, not at all. Actually, not at all. Okay. This is really what our show is about. Okay. Everything okay. that you're saying. Okay. So, Bruce, what do you think you've learned about yourself through this? Uh, well, I think, I've, I've, you know, I've been a writer for so long. And I, she's more of the performer. She's an actor with actual range. And now, you are too, silly. Well, well I mean... But I'm not an actor. I don't go out and, and audition and do other roles. I'm, I write a role that I can do. You won the, you but, won the Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Award for Best Actor in a Musical. I won a Jeff Award. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, I think because I'm a writer, I have uh, an appreciation for, you know, even story structure and talking to the English teacher here. Mm -hmm. Those things are important to me, and I feel like it's fun that I can disguise a silly ass piece of work like this, but I can disguise all of the little nuts and bolts that mm -hmm. I stuck in there as a writer and it just looks like silly mayhem, which is all what it's supposed to look like. So I guess that makes me feel really good uh, uh, just, you know, as, as a craftsman. But really what I get out of this, we had no idea that this would go on this long. I mean, we just thought it, it was a lark and if we could ever make it go for a couple of years we'd be golden and we just have the time of our lives and I think that's the main thing now is I go I want to do this until I drop dead as long as she's game I want to keep doing it but I think your audience feels that from you yeah. and so that it's just a cycle it's just yeah. you know and people come back over and over and over because they yeah. love it so much mm -hmm. they do Jenny what do you think you've learned about yourself through your your journey in this entertainment industry and even in this role yeah, well I think that it's valuable that that what I'm doing is valuable and a lot of that comes from what he was saying about knowing that people are people saying I really needed this tonight you know and people and it's like oh yes this is a service you know and I think we all have that and, and I always say this I always say your plumber is just as valuable as as you are because you need that <laughs> you need him just as much as you need you know your person winning the Oscar or whatever so don't you're all in the same playing field um, but I think just realizing that this is this 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 is a service I think and it's it's valuable and it's kind of right now this is what I'm supposed to be doing I think I've learned that about myself and I'm accepting that and then there's all these other things that happen I think with a woman in <laughs> this field I mean I've gotten what chest I have is all pushed up and in padding and you know and then I watch over 10 years it's like okay same costume same wig but I'm watching my face change and you know what and there's a little bit of that where I'm having to um, struggle with ah, oh, you know this is this is tough and will I get to keep doing this show as that that happens but I think I've kind of that I worried about that a lot for a while now I'm relaxing into the fact that this is just one day at a time. You are who you are. Give what you've got, um, and stop worried worried about all that. <laughs> you know, just this is what people are still accepting you as this character. Keep doing it. You know, because if you believe everybody else does, right? 
That's what he said. That's what he said. That's exactly what you said. You said if you buy, if you buy it's theater. If you buy it, everybody else. That's will. right. It's true. Yeah. I believe too. Mm -hmm. I believe. Mm -hmm. What advice would you have for my audience about pursuing their passions? And I know you said some of that before, right. which was amazing. I would say, oh, I think it's okay that if your passions change or if you're not even quite sure, but go ahead and start to follow what you feel like just start there and it's okay if that changes you know whether whatever it is if, if it's cooking if it's um, carpentry whatever it is or I don't I don't know if you're only dealing with artists or not I'm not sure about any passion okay that, yeah so whatever that is um, <clears throat> I think uh, try not to waste time doubting it though try because life is short uh, for instance the woman that used to run the door here who's so passionate about music and one of my dearest friends, our dear friend Anne, um, she died a couple, years, well not quite a couple years ago, um, and it was very sudden, um, we weren't expecting it, And uh, but her whole philosophy, she went to the beach every chance she could, she she loved music and she she would go hear music and she when she was dying, musicians from here would come to her house and play for her, I mean, she was, it was it was really beautiful, but I, it was her going, you know, what do you do and what do you, don't, don't, don't waste time. You don't know how much time you've got. We don't know that. So go for it, you know, go for it. That's, that's, that's me. Bruce, what about you? What advice would you give people about pursuing a passion? Um, it helps to find a community that's doing something that you are pursuing. Um, just to give you, find someone who knows more about it than you do, and, and just keep, and if you do that and work at it, the comfort will come, and the and the confidence will come, and then it's then you just ride it. But it's very important to do the thing that you love, and you can figure out a way to pay the bills and make it work. But that first and foremost will keep you happier than the than the high paying gig that, mm -hmm. that has you miserable coming home every night. So we ain't got shit, but we as happy as we yeah. can be. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've got dogs and cats yeah. though. Yeah. <laughs> nice closure brings it back to that other passion. <laughs> now I know we are, you're, you guys are not in the heat of the moment on stage right now, but is there any sample from the show that you would like to share with my audience so they know how awesome this show is? Um, I believe in the three R's. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, you have to explain then. <laughs> Her, probably the biggest laugh line <laughs> she has in the entire show is, uh, it's in that recitative for, for the children, and she goes, I believe, and I'm sorry, okay, I'm, I'm blowing no, your cover okay, on this so one. The, the song that he's written called For the Children that we did tonight, yes. which is, um, and in that recitation, it, it's supposed to go, I believe in the three R's. Our children are our future. We must teach them. And I blanked tonight for the first time ever on that and went, I believe in the three R's. Our children are precious. I couldn't think of anything. I couldn't uh, think of an R uh, word. I, I'm going to tell you, I did notice that. I was like, R, R, one, two. <laughs> I tried to stay in character. And just, because it just was, I, I, I don't know where it went. I've never forgotten that line. 
I believe it because I think it's so funny. Yeah. Our, I believe in the three R's. Our children are our future. But that and was an amazing part of the show, though, <laughs> where, where though, like for me anyway, if this, I'm assuming this was the intention was you were really struggling with mm -hmm. something very, you know, being a mom and, mm -hmm. and being a single parent, mm -hmm. you know, and the lighter side, which really wasn't that light because an alcoholic drank half a bottle of Jack, right? right? right. <laughs> but, but it was the juxtaposition of that was perfect. You know, mm -hmm. it was the juxtaposition of really sad and desperate. And then just, it's hard not to laugh at somebody who is being funny on stage mm -hmm. like that. Like and just going a lit and build, letting that build where it was hitting you more, hitting you more. And it just and was such a nice mix. Our videos of country duos, and I love old country. That's kind of my thing. I love that. But there is a particular video of an old country duet, a duo, and he's drunk and I probably coked up, I'm not sure. And you can tell she's just like, George and Tammy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if I should say it or yeah, not, but, yeah. but um, I don't know what all is going on dead. with him. But, but, um, <laughs> but, but you know, he's amazing. But he was out of his mind on something, yeah. and you can tell she is just. She's trying to keep it together and hang on, and she's also trying to keep him on track. And so it's it's that's, you know, that's, that's our dynamic. Far <laughs> off from. <laughs> what the real thing and Jenny your voice is outstanding oh, I mean outstanding you, just so beautiful and Bruce my favorite is when you do what is that called <laughs> doodle Billy doodle Billy I ain't no homo but man you sure look good to me where did that song come from? Uh, I have <laughs> my old, yeah, I ain't no homo. Mm -hmm. I have my old roommate <laughs> for years um, is a gay guy and we used to have this inside joke between us where he'd say Wow, look at that guy. You know, he'd he'd comment and say, and I'd say, yeah, well, I ain't no homo, but I'll tell you what, you know, and that would that would be the joke. And so I wrote it as an homage to our friendship, even though everybody takes it as this homophobic rant. Thank you so much for having us in your green room here. Thanks, Lynette. Thank you. Thank you for having me and my crew at your show was such an experience. Thank well, you. good luck with your project. It's Thank really you. exciting, and we'll be following you. Thank you so much. Right? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to today's episode. I have come to be known as the 50 States in 90 Days Lady, a concept that is unfathomable to most. If you would like me to come speak at your event about how to envision, explore, and execute a plan, or how to create a life that is more exciting or more meaningful, you can find me at MotivateMePodcast.com. And the world keeps turning and I just keep